Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of A Fit Enable Life. I'm flying solo again this week, and we're going to talk about how to get to the finish line. Mainly, how do you set a goal, and how do you achieve that goal? You know, I don't want to have too much of a prelude this week, but we're now three full months into 2016. That's, for many people, three full months into their, whatever their New Year's resolution was. As we know, most people have probably fallen by the wayside, but I know there are some of you who are still going strong and for those of you who have maybe have fallen off the wagon but want to get back on, this is a good episode to listen to because it'll help you find a more effective way of getting to where you want to be. So again, this episode is how to get to the finish line. We all have goals. Everyone, all the time, big and small, everyone has a goal. What we don't always have, though, is a clear plan on how to get there. We might know that we are at point A, and that we want to get to point C, but point B may not be so obvious. A race is a great analogy for this. So let's talk about goal setting in terms of running a race. Races have very clear start and finish points, but more importantly, they have a well-defined course that will take you from start to finish. All you have to do is put one foot in front of the other. If you think about it, the hard work has really been done for you. The course is marked, prepared, and you're being shown the way. All you really have to do is stay in between the lines. So here are a few simple steps for creating a plan for success. First, define your finish line. You can't achieve a goal if you don't, if you're not perfectly clear on what that goal is. Race goals are simple because they only come in two varieties distances and times. Testing yourself against distance is easy. Races come in pretty standard size. You get your 5K, 10K, half marathon, or you know, full marathon, or you know, super marathons, or whatever. You know when you cross the finish line that you've met your goal. However, time goals are a little trickier. Just crossing the finish line does not mean that you've hit your mark. You not only have to pick your distance, but you have to calculate your pace time too. You need to know how hard you can push yourself. For better or for worse, goals are like dreams. They can be as big as your imagination allows, but that can mean you set a goal way beyond what you can reasonably achieve. You can keep it realistic, however, by taking that goal out of your head and putting it on paper. That simple act helps bring, bring that goal into the real world and allows you to look at it objectively. Writing it down also reinforces that goal in your mind. You can look at that piece of paper every morning and every night, or before every workout or after every workout, whatever it takes to get that goal so firmly concrete in your mind that you'll actually act on it. Read it to yourself. Read it out loud. Read it a thousand times. The more you read it, the more likely that goal is to happen. And I promise you, By putting it on paper and reading it over and over and over again, you will make that goal happen. Second, you have to get to the starting line. No one has ever gotten to the finish line without first stepping up to the start. It's a fact of life. This doesn't mean you have to be out in front. And sometimes, leading the pack isn't so great. Here are some examples of what I mean by that. First, think of a squad of soldiers on patrol. One man is always designated on point. His job is to alert the rest of the group to trouble. 
However, that also means he's the first one to walk into that trouble. That's not a great place to be. Or think about a business. You hear about great companies all the time who are too early to the market. They had great ideas, but the world just wasn't ready for them yet. And their business fails. Then, a few years later, new companies with the same idea come along and make billions because the market finally caught up with the innovation. And you see this all the time in races. The hot dog runners who sprint out of the gate too soon are on the sidelines watching everyone else go by. Or worse yet, the overconfident novices who stand in the way of elite athletes and get trampled by the crowd behind them. You need to start right, and that means finding your place in line. You've got the whole race ahead of you to think about, so here are three quick tips for starting right. First, don't start too fast. Second, don't get in the way of faster runners. And third, don't get behind slow runners. Follow these tips and you'll be off to a good start. Next, the middle game. Unless you're sprinting, that means you've got a lot of time you need to use wisely. And that means you need to have a strategy. Whether that's a strategy designed for the course you want to tackle, such as the, you know when you do those hills smart, or a strategy for time, such as you want to have a negative split pacing, it's up, up to you and your goal. Depending on the distance and the weather, you may even need a strategy for food and drink to keep your body fueled and refreshed throughout the entire race. Either way, the key is to plan your strategy in advance and then practice that strategy in training. Obviously, things happen during races, but as much as possible, you want to not have to think about what you're going to do next. You want to plan for contingencies if you have a problem, such as slow down but keep moving. You also want to plan for taking advantage of opportunities. Pass the guy ahead of you, but don't burn yourself out. It's really simple. Just follow the Boy Scout motto. Be prepared. Preparation happens in training, not on race day. Be ready for surprises, but don't sacrifice the main plan. That is a recipe for disaster. Next, finish strong. If there's one rule in racing, it's this. Always run through the finish line. Do you stop when you, the finish line is just in sight? No. So why would you stop when you've just crossed the finish line? To stop right on the line means you're slowing down way before the line. Your race does not end until at least 20 feet after the finish line. Just think of all those great races where the front runner thought he had victory in his grasp. He slows down to start celebrating and doesn't even notice the guy behind him blow past to steal the race from him. That look of surprise and lost victory is priceless and painful. Same goes for you. Don't get cocky. Don't stop until you've got that trophy hanging on your wall. Finally, recover and redirect. You achieved your goal and you feel great, but now what? It's time to set your sights on something new. You need to raise the bar. Enjoy your accomplishment, but take time to recover. You'll need to rest to get ready for your next big test, but don't get complacent. That comfy couch is no substitute for the winner's podium. When you're ready, go back to step one. Define your goal. 
write it down on a piece of paper, and hang it next to the last one. But don't throw that old goal out. Just because it's been done doesn't make it worthless or beneath you. It will serve as a great reminder that you can achieve what you set your mind to. After enough time, with goal after goal behind you, just think how great it will be to see your long roster of achievements hanging on your wall. As well, seeing how far you've come will show you how far you can go. This is a very simple plan for setting and achieving your goals. And you cannot reasonably expect to achieve your goals if you don't create a plan to get there. Follow these tips and you'll do what you want to do. I highly encourage you to keep this episode uh, and save it somewhere, listen to it, you know, every time you set a new goal to remind you of the steps and help you keep achieving bigger and bigger goals. And please share this with your friends. They have goals too. What an asset you will be to them if you give them the tools to help them achieve their goals. That's true friendship. I want to thank you for listening to Fitnable Life this week. Please subscribe to our channel on YouTube or to our channel on iTunes. It's a great way for other people to learn about our podcast and get this information to help them out as well. So thank you, and we'll see you guys next week.